0: Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators welcome to another edition of the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity i am very very pleased that you are here with me today oh oh we got such a wonderful show in store for you with a great guest calling in from up north i know you're gonna love her so please stay tuned i hope you all have been doing well this past week and it's uh middle of May here in New York City, Thursday, May 12th, and uh, uh, things have been uh, very interesting lately. The weather's starting to get warmer, things are shifting and changing. We have a new show starting on Talking Alternative today at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, immediately following my show. We have our brand new show, Frank About Health, with Frank Harrison. I hope you'll stay tuned at the end of my show to listen to Frank. But of course, let's get started. I know you've been waiting all week long for your quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what they have in store for us today. First, from the universe. I do wonder how it is that you don't all just fall crazy in love with each other and get it over with. Falling in love, I mean, I have the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe about falling in love with each other. The universe is in love with all of us, so why aren't we in love with everyone else? And let's see what Abraham has to say today. From Abraham, milk every moment for all the pleasure you can get from it. When you say it is my dominant intent to look for things that feel good today, no matter where I'm going, no matter what I'm doing, no matter who I'm doing it with, it is my dominant intent to look for what I'm wanting to see, to look for things that feel good. And the more you develop the habit of that kind of vibration, the more the universe understands that that's who you are. And so, the more you have access only to those kinds of things. Abraham. Hmm. Interesting quote today from Abraham about milking every moment, every second, every nanosecond to get the juiciest, most wonderful bit you can get out of that moment. We all have a tendency, you know, when we're bumping around in life that when the contrast, when those things that aren't necessarily what we want to see in our lives show up, we have a tendency to focus on those things. And in the moment, we kind of feel like, oh, why me? Why this? What's going on here? You know, I just want to get through this. I just want to get over this to the next thing. And what we don't really realize is, All we have is that present moment. All we have is that instant and how we are deciding to respond in that instant. Now, granted, I get it. You know, we're not going to be happy, go lucky, peppy, peppy all the time. You know, we all have high energy days and low energy days. We all have days we feel better and we feel worse. We feel more tired and we feel better. What Abraham is really saying is if your intention, if what you're looking for, if your focus is on moving in the direction of feeling better, of feeling good, of getting the most you can out of the moment... And getting whatever that means in that moment could be different from any other moment. Getting the most out of what you can in a moment where things are going crazy around you, maybe the most you can get out of that is just stop and breathe and get a breath and just have some stillness for the moment. doesn't necessarily mean you're going to feel better, but if you can have some peace, maybe that'll feel like relief which is different than another day when things are going great and wonderful and, and you're just milking it and you're feeling more joy and more pleasure, right? I mean, it's a continuum. They're all ends of the spectrum. But what Abraham's trying to point out is our focus, our intention, what we're looking for, what we're striving for, that that really sets the tone and the vibration of who we are. Because all we have is this present moment. It's all we have. Tomorrow's already gone. um, Yesterday's already gone and tomorrow hasn't happened yet. All we have is this moment. So in this moment, if we make our dominant intention, our dominant focus, our dominant desire to feel the best we can in this moment, then that's what we're going to get. Again, what is the best we can in the moment mean? It'll mean different things to different people. It'll mean different things on different days. It'll mean different things in different situations. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Just set that to be your dominant intention. So let's get over it. Let's fall in love with everyone and everything around us, just like the universe has fallen in love with us. And let's just make our dominant intention to feel great and wonderful in that given moment. Hope you enjoyed our quotes of the day. We'll have more for you, of course, next week. And now, it is my extreme pleasure to welcome on my show, Frankie Picasso. Frankie is the unstoppable Frankie, who is a professional certified life business relationship and master coach, trainer, and hypnotherapist. She is the founder of the Good Radio Network, a radio host, ah! You see, someone after my own heart. An author, a human rights activist who specializes in the impossible. Her goal is to shine the spotlight on those in need and use philanthropy to do something about it. There are so many underserved communities around the world that need our help. And the challenge is to meet those needs and change the world at the social economical political and individual levels now you can tell right this is my kind of person this is somebody who's like you know what there's wonderful things out there and there's work for us to do so let's get to it so welcome to the conscious consultant hour frankie
1: Thank you Sam. So good to be here. Thanks so much for that intro.
0: <laughs> oh, you're quite I love your
1: your quotes today.
0: Yeah, well, they're always perfect for whoever yeah. my guest is for that day. It is um, just amazing. You know, and these I get these in my inbox every morning. I always pick the the quotes for that particular day and they're always perfect for my guest.
1: You know, it was interesting the fall in love one because I posted this morning words from Bernie Sanders, and it was all about us falling in love with each other. So that was just brilliant.
0: (laughs) Isn't it an amazing world that we live in that a a, a major presidential, United States presidential candidate talks about love? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am just, I'm totally for this guy. As anyone knows who follows my Facebook uh, news feed, I'm always posting stuff about Sanders because you know what? This is our opportunity. You know, we complain all the time about how uh, corrupt and how these politicians don't do any good. And like, you know, here's somebody who's been saying the same things for 30 mm-hmm. years and now he's in the spotlight and it's like you know what this is our opportunity let's the just take caught it. up
1: with him mm-hmm.
0: you know we,
1: we actually just finally caught up with him exactly. and it is an opportunity now i i wish i could vote but i'm in canada and yeah. i can't vote for him but the important you know what's so important about bernie and mm-hmm. so interesting about him is is i was painting in the studio the other night i'm an artist and there are these two girls there they're uh, 12 years old. I think they're like grade nine
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they're talking about Bernie Sanders. Wow. They're talking about his message and how much they like him and how their parents are Trump supporters and how oh. quote unquote stupid their parents are <laughs> that they can't see what a great guy Bernie is. Mm. And I'm like, when has, when have we ever talked about politicians in another country wow. and following an election because this guy is so, he's so great that, that, you know, young people, at 12 and 13, are falling in love with him.
0: Wow, that's amazing. How extraordinary. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's the first guy I've actually, like, heard people on the New York subway talk about. I remember this. I was on the subway car, and the whole family came in, and, you know, they could tell they were, like, parents and brothers and sisters and kids and whatever, and, and they were talking about, you know, voting for Hillary or something, and then I could see, like, the younger... Th- they were... Maybe in their early twenties, they're like, "No, no, 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 we're voting for Bernie, Bernie all the way." And I was yeah. like, "And this was like early in the campaign. This was, uh, you know, several months ago." And I was like, oh, "Man, I've like never heard that before," and it really warmed my heart. And I, I actually. I don't care what anybody says. I think he has a real shot at the presidency. He clinches. I think
1: so too. But you know, it, it seems like like there's this, and I didn't know this about your politics, about your mm-hmm. voting. But but the fact that now the voters have had to sign up last year in order to vote this year, yeah. those young people who are now getting you know involved in politics can't vote because they weren't around last year to sign up. Like that doesn't seem fair. Like no. you should be able to vote. There, Every single time there
0: are so many things about our voting system that is so archaic and out of date and should be done away with everything from the electoral college to superdelegates. Yeah. I mean, it's it's come on, guys. It's been 200 years. It's time for us to update the system to something that makes sense for today. Even still, even still, those young people can still influence people around them, and they yeah. can still help. And I still believe that that he has a real shot for the presidency. Anyway, I didn't want to make the show all about politics, yeah, I know, but I know, I'm sorry. I no, no, no don't be sorry, not at all, not at all. I love it, I love it. It just goes to show how aligned we are. So you're talking about art. So I do want to, you know, have you tell you a little bit of background to our audience before we do. I just, I ha- I'm dying to ask you this question. So, Frankie okay. Picasso loves art. No relation to the Picasso, P- Pablo Picasso, no. right?
1: I wish, no. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. You probably have some nice paintings hanging My in. My dad
1: looks just like him, oh, though. No. <laughs> really? So yeah. you
0: see, this, there's probably some genes in common there. Maybe. I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know what? We're all related, aren't we?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> That's the whole point of the first quote of the day from the universe. It's like uh, right. we're, we're, we're exactly. all one race. You know, we're not. We're not twenty different races. We're one race. Anyway, Frankie. So. Enough about this until we yeah. get to you. We got a couple of minutes before our first break. So uh, just real quickly, when you were a little girl, did you like tell your mommy like, hey, mom, when I grow up, I want to be a master coach. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, no, I didn't want to be a master coach. <laughs> although everybody, I'm the one that everybody came to to talk about their problems. Ah. But I was nine years old, and I sent away for the National Institute of Broadcasting records because I wanted to be on the radio.
0: Ah, okay. So <laughs> radio was. I in also your wanted to be
1: a racehorse, you know, a groom and, and, a, and, a, and a you know a rider uh, ah. for racehorses, and a veterinarian. So <laughs> wow. for my, I was all over the map
0: wow yeah. wow well obviously you, you you kept on pursuing the the broadcast end of things you have your own radio network and and you have your own show um i'm sure there were some twists and turns along the way what was oh, maybe gosh. the major event that kind of shifted you from where you were to where you are today
1: well i w- i w- i was working um at for the provincial government um as a Special advisor for spirit, which is a very unusual and, and it was a very entrepreneurial position that I had somehow garnered um, And it was asked to take and it was a role where I was asked to come up with Strategies and and things to help the 60,000 public servants um, Like their job again, but not and be happy at work change the court, you know the culture But but not be able to not give them any money whatsoever. So I had to you know, be very creative Um, During that time, I had a motorcycle accident and a severe motorcycle accident where I ended up in the hospital for six months and um, my position was reorganized and I went through a divorce and I was in a Ah. blues band at the time. I'm a drummer. And so I lost, you know, the guys came and picked up their gear. So I wasn't a drummer. And and, um, I was also on the, the senior Dragon Boat team, we were about to go to Shanghai, and so I wasn't able to do that either, and little by little, everything was stripped away because of this accident, mm-hmm. and the only thing I had left was, you know, to be a mom, but during that time, it was a real spiritual journey for me, and I really went through that dark night of the soul that they talk about, and I had to think, you know, we're so used to defining ourselves by what we do and what mm-hmm. we have right. that, um, you know, it really hit home that I am not those things i'm not right. even my body because my body is just a vehicle i drive right. you know to get around um, on earth and and it was very very interesting how things kind of just all clicked into place and i never once never once said oh what was me i've had this accident or why did i i kind of knew why i had this accident it was really mm. to shift uh gears and and listen to the universe and they said no you have this you know, this teaching to do and all this other stuff to do. And so, you know, through that, I wrote the book and I started the radio shows and all of that stuff. So here I am.
0: Wonderful. Wow. Cool. All right. And,
1: and I took coaching, you know, I wasn't a coach, but I thought I cannot vegetate. I said to, you know, the lawyers, I said, I can't vegetate. I have to go to school. I have to do something. Get me a computer computer you know, something, because I'm afraid that, that I won't be able to speak anymore if I just lay here for a second.
0: Wow. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Look, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, let's talk all about, <laughs> you know, being unstoppable, which from even those the quick one minute description of your life, it sounds like you've always been unstoppable. Thank you. (laughs) All right, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And my guest this hour is Frankie Picasso, and we'll be right back.
3: You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity, and we're talking this hour with Frankie Picasso. So, Frankie, I mean, you've obviously you've gone through t- tremendous trials in your life. I mean, from a motorcycle accident, losing... Uh, your your spouse, uh, your your job, and and so much of your identity really being stripped down to the core for you to really find who you are in your heart, who you are in the deepest parts of yourself. W- when you started to come out of that and and started to reach out and and sort of reformulate yourself, it, it was kind of awkward in the beginning, wasn't it?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> but the the one thing that that for me is I like change. I embrace uh, change. For me my fear is things not changing, which is, you know, an oddity in this world I think. Yes, I would absolutely. reinvent myself every 2 years because I I I just didn't like to stagnate and I didn't I didn't like that. So in some ways not knowing what comes next is you know excites me, I like that mm. and and so I thought well that 's something that I can share with other people because most people fear change, they fear that right. and and right. so it was really a niche that for me, I was able um, to kind of hone in on and and be able to help people with
0: so then you're a real curiosity. change agent huh you're, you're yes you're I think to so. Help people. so so I'm curious you, you you do I mean most people if they're a coach they usually specialize in one thing like you know they're either mm-hmm. life coach or a business coach or relationship coach and you're doing like everything you're doing all of it I, I guess you get bored easy huh
1: I kind of do. Well, you know, I, I, t- I took everything that I possibly could in the coaching world as far as, you know, lessons and, uh, the, the, and the, the master coach trainer is the ultimate where you're training, you know, coaches. But I, I like that. And, and really, in true coaching, I don't need to know a whole lot about everything. I just need to have really good questions and ask mm-hmm. the clients about mm-hmm. themselves because they're, the knowing is inside them. Right. That's where, right. It, that's where it is. It's not me.
0: Right, right. So yeah. how many years have you been doing coaching work now?
1: Oh, I've been doing it since, um, oh, six, so what, 10. Well, I think I've done it my whole life. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> said, people used to tell right.
0: me. You were like but, Lucy with the five cents uh, for advice, right, when you were a little yeah, girl? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: But but officially, officially 16 yeah. years. 16 years, yeah.
0: wow. Um, so over that time, I'm curious, the, the have you seen a shifting consciousness of the people who come to you for coaching services? Have you seen people you know sort of show up with with different challenges than they did when you first started?
1: That's a really good question. I find it interesting the kind of people that come. Okay. Um you, you know I I don't I can't say... Some people are a little more evolved consciously. Mm -hmm. Some people understand a little bit more um, about, you know, uh, the universe and and the law of attraction and things like that, the manifesting things. So you don't always have to start at ground zero. And for some people, you know, it it really is about um, giving them an experience that that doesn't have anything to do with the universe or metaphysical or things like Mm -hmm. that. They really need it to be... um, you know, really grounded in the here and now, so to speak. So, um, I can't really say, no, I, I, I don't think that the problems have changed. Okay. You know, man, I think we are who we are in humanity. Right. Um, you know, we love, we don't, we get hurt. We want things. Um,
0: so, so what do you find are the things, the, the major categories of things that people come to see you for? Like, like what are the top three? Fear, fear,
2: okay.
1: Fear of change, fear of success okay um are probably you know one thing um attracting the wrong kind of person over and over okay would be one and uh, the i you know just um it kind of it goes in with success or fear but really trying to find their authentic self and 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 Mm. you know getting the things that they want in life
0: right 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 finding out who they are deep inside like you did right. so many years ago right purpose right
1: purpose is a biggie
0: and and so when you're working with people and and as we all know there there are a lot of challenges that show up this work is not easy work it it's the the great work as as the mystics call it what advice do you give people for for how to continue to be unstoppable because you know in the beginning or when you're younger you have more energy Mm -hmm. you don't know as much you keep working towards stuff but then as time goes on and and there's more work to do and more work to do uh, sometimes people can feel kind of tired or exhausted or kind of jaded they're like "Uh, you know can't i be done with this already
1: you know, it's interesting because the I, I put ten steps to being unstoppable together, and the first step really goes with today's quote, mm-hmm. and it's about committing to finding, um, to having the best life that you can, and finding happiness, and really like doing something that you love, and finding happiness uh, in those moments. You know, in your day, and that really is, um, you know, one of the one of the the first steps to mm, right. to to being authentic. You know, you have to find your own happiness. And and the way to do that, though, is that you really, coaching is so wonderful because it helps you um, go inside and find out what is true for yourself. We we are all, you know, socialized um, as young children. And a lot of our beliefs aren't our own. They belong to other people. And when we really go in with a client and question those beliefs with them, they realize that it's not theirs. It's somebody else's. So we don't often do that to ourselves. We don't often go, well, am I really afraid of a spider? Or, you know, is my mom afraid of a spider? My sister's afraid of a spider, so I'm afraid of spiders. Mm -hmm. You know, did I really look at it and go, you know what, you don't scare me. Mm -hmm. So it's going inside, asking yourself the questions, what do I believe? The very first thing I do, Sam, with a client Mm -hmm. is ask them about their values. Most people don't know what their values are. They don't know what they Uh value. Okay. And so I try to get it down to their, originally to like the top 10 values and then okay. down to their top five values. Because in order to be happy, we need to be, to live and be in alignment with those values.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we will, what was it? Tony Robbins says, like, we will betray our standards to meet our values.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard that quote, but I like it.
0: But it's, it's something like that. Yeah, that, that, you know, our values, what we really believe in and desire, mm-hmm. like that is what truly motivates us and drives us to, you know, the next thing and, and to do what we do. Um, and, and it's really when we go against our values without realizing it is when we become bitter and jaded and, and we, 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 we become unhappy at life.
1: Right Because usually those people are doing it for somebody else, right. and that's why people always say, "Well what's the why in it for you? Why are you doing this? Right. You know where's the why for you and and you know through that socialization or that socialized you know process, um, you know oftentimes we'll, we'll do things because we want to make our parents happy. okay, I'll go and be a doctor because you want me to or, mm-hmm. or an accountant instead of being an actor or a singer or whatever it is that really would make you happy an artist um, and, and so we do those things because we we want to you know feel that esteem coming from those people that that love us that we love and and we're not being true to ourselves
0: right and and you know what i find too is sometimes we get so programmed by the society we live in that the goals that we set really aren't our goals i mean i remember right. back when i got back into personal development i started going to these seminars and they're all about you know what you're three month goal and you know one year goal five year goal ten year goal and i'd write out all these things of like a big house and lots of money and good clothes and this and that and the truth is you know as i've done more work and as my my listeners know that as i've gotten to know myself better over the years really those kinds of things aren't that important to me What's important to me is helping people. What's important to me is affecting change in the world for the better, for the positive. Right. And so, you know, it's it, sometimes we, we think we know what we want, but really we're just sort of spouting what what society expects us to value, which may not be what we really value.
1: Right, exactly. And that's why it's really important to sit down and figure out what your values are, mm, really yeah. what they are, you know, and, and be, have those people in our life that, that have that share those values
0: right right right
1: and we're going to be a lot happier for it oh and you know and and to take responsibility so many times you know people aren't happy because they blame everybody else for their Mm -hmm. happiness right instead of taking responsibility for their own happiness and 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 doing something about you know i have a son who said well if you hadn't done that i wouldn't be like this today And I'm like, well, you can only blame me for so long. And then (laughs) there comes a point where you can pull up your bootstraps and change.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. I know. It's when I work with people, I always say, look, we create the world around us. And until we accept that, you're not going to change. And it's a Mm -hmm. really scary thing for people to admit, like, I created my life. I'm like, yes, you created your life. And people Tend to shy away from that they don't because get that. they don't. They don't get it, and they and they don't like. They shy away from it because it. it's like, <laughs> what you mean? I created that in my life. There's no way I would create that, and they immediately start coming up with reasons why they would never have created this situation in their life. And as long as they do that, they're disempowering themselves. And it's only, and it's only when we when we come to admit that even if you want to call it, whether it's energetic or even from a very practical level, we create our life by the million and one little decisions that we've made since we were three years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause we could always have made different choices and right. the choices that we've made have led us to where we are. So we've created the life that we're in now. And the, what people don't get about it is it's a wonderful thing because that means you can create a new life.
1: Right. You know, there in coaching terms, we call it having an underlying automatic commitment. And people know what a commitment is, um, but they don't know what an underlying automatic commitment is. So if you say, well, you know, I would never make, I, I, why would I want to be poor, Sam, when I could be rich? That, no. you're, you're silly. <laughs> you know, that's stupid. The fact is that through that socialization that we spoke about, you know, through your parents or your grandparents or somebody hated rich people and that was imprinted in you. And while you want to have money, every time you're about to make money, you don't or you're right. fired, or something happens to you just as you're about to, you know, have some success. That means that there's an underlying automatic commitment that you can find and and change, but it means that you have to go and find it. Because your conscious mind is saying, oh, I want to be rich. But your right. unconscious mind is saying, I don't like rich people. Right. So now you're at an impasse. We have to get the two, the conscious and the unconscious, in agreement.
0: Right, working in together. In order to and- move
1: forward, and- working together moving forward. And, and because the subconscious doesn't have um it, it doesn't it has no morality, it doesn't right. care if it's right or wrong. Right. It just knows what you put into it. Right,
0: right. I like to say your unconscious you know? I like to say your unconscious is like Google, right? You can either yeah. just do a search for like how to create a dirty bomb and kill people, or you can do a search for how to create world peace and find the answer. And your unconscious mind is exact same way. Whatever you put into it is what it's gonna feed out
1: exactly now the chinese i love this because the chinese have two characters for change one is is um uh, uh, sorry um you mean crisis? Ah, danger, oh, danger and the other is opportunity so okay. the danger uh, you know is that to change your life you have to come out of your comfort zone into that you know area of danger um the unknown but the opportunity is is in that area of unknown so yeah. it's so exciting it's yeah. a, you know you get to be 007. Yeah. Um. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Okay, I want you to hold that thought. We're going to take another quick break and when we come back, I'd love to find out more about the philanthropic work that you do and 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 what you are doing to kind of help to uh, affect change in the world. Okay, Frankie? Thank you. Yes. Wonderful. So everybody please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity and we'll be right back. Ding 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 ding
3: ding 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 You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself?
1: Well, then you have come to the right place because the Rob and Callie show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone. And now we're bringing it to the radio.
3: So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 830 on talkradio.nyc.
1: And that's Eastern Standard Time. So join us
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. So, Frankie, we've been talking a lot about the coaching side, and I do want to get to, to the radio side, but I'm really curious about your philanthropic side. And, and You know, there are, there's so many places around the world that, that are, are barely surviving. Uh, yeah. How did you decide to sort of get into the world of philanthropy, and, and what did you decide to focus on?
1: Well, I'm a philanthropist in training, because <laughs> okay. I wish I had you know as much money as I could, as, as you know, to, to hand over to all these projects that I'd love to be involved with. But I, I told you in the beginning that I'm a, I'm a painter, I'm an artist, and right. so I use my art um, for good. Okay. When I sell a painting, I pay for in full a uh, cleft palate surgery for a child through Mercy Ships Canada. Oh. They have they actually have a booklet of um, surgeries. With, with prices in it so that you can decide what you want to help pay for, a broken leg, a cast, whatever, you know, you can do those things. Uh-huh. I chose I chose um, th- two things. One is, because they're important to me, cleft palate surgery, uh, I felt that it was a 45-minute surgery, a very quick fix that would change a child's life forever. So often uh-huh. those families, those children are, um, are, are you know, in, especially in places like India and Africa, they're, they're thrown out of the village they're not yeah. allowed to participate yeah. um, and and a lot of times they die of malnutrition because they just can't get the food inside them right. and so for them to have this surgery is so important the mothers like the smiles on their faces are like oh my gosh like you just saved my child's life now right. now they have a chance of getting married and and having a, you know an education and a full life again so that's really important to me the other one is um it's called vvf which is vesicovaginal fistula and this is very sad in a lot of places like Africa, the girls um, are, get pregnant very young, maybe mm-hmm. 15, 14, 15 years old. And they're not, their uterus is so small and, and the, the birth canal is so small that they can't expel the baby. And oh. there's no one around to give them a, uh, a cesarean. Right. And so what happens is they have to wait until that, that um, baby dies in utero and, oh. and shrinks, you know, um, oh, wow. in order to expel it. While it's doing that, It is burning a hole between the uterus and the rectum, and there's this giant hole now that's weeping all the time. And again, their husband's, you know, supposed to be a happy event. Oh, we just had a baby. No, now your baby's dead. You've been thrown out of the village for being unclean, and nobody wants anything to do with you. Wow. So this is another surgery. It costs about $500, but it's still an easy fix. Mm. And they can get them, you know, back home, back home, wow. you know, into, their, into the bosom of their families and their villages again. So uh, very important, I think. Um, wow. Those two are, are, you know, important to my heart. And right. so I paint for that. So when somebody wow. wants to order a custom painting or they buy a painting, My money
0: goes there. Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. So you know, again, it's nice. Like your your paintings are not your main way of making a living. Um, but it's something you kind of do on the side. But now you're doing it as a way of helping to empower and, and help other people so it doesn't have to be like such a huge onerous thing on you. you. know. Sometimes people feel like, well, if I get involved in some cause, it's going to take up all my time and all my money and this and that. And, and so we create sort of these mental mind games that prevent us from even taking the first step.
1: Right, right. And, and I, you're you're absolutely right. And, and that's the big thing I want people to know is that, we all have a talent. We all can do things. And, and, you know, helping other people doesn't have to be huge. It can be small. It can be going to your school and reading to children. It can be, you know, encouraging them to learn. Maybe their parents don't have time for that. All of that is, you know, very helpful. It helps to change minds and change the world. People, you know, aren't educated. It's very difficult for them to have an impact on the world. You know, I, I, just last week I interviewed this young guy. He's 25 years old from Nam- Namibia. And he was in an orphanage, and some Americans had taken an interest in him and had him educated right. and Now he's so innovative that he has created this this way of of feeding the animals in the farms that are that are dying off because of a drought in his country so you know here's somebody that somebody took some interest in to educate, and now they've you know they've come up with a sustainable way of farming
2: wow
0: so wow. you know like. Yeah, it yeah. Comes around. yeah, there's amazing things like when we actually like uh, take an interest in people and, and, and help them and work with them. Uh, you know, the, the ripple effect of that can be huge and we don't really mm-hmm. know what it can be.
1: Right. And, and that's why I started the Good Radio Network. Um, ah. The Good Radio Like I sat back for I, I had a couple of shows and I stopped the shows. And I go, OK, I know that I need to do something. It feels important. What is it? What is it? What is it? What do you want me to do? And what I heard was from the universe, we want you to find people who are changing the world. We want you, people are talking about how negative the world is and how horrible the world is. And we want you to go and find these people who are changing it, positive radio, people who are right. doing wonderful things, even if they're only one person. Right. And, and I wanted people to understand, like we just spoke a moment ago, even if I'm one person, I can do something. I can, right. I can have an effect right. on, on the world. And, and so... I wanted to start a station that was, you know, talk radio, positive radio, radio that does a world of good, and actually go beyond talking into helping. Mm-hmm. So the people that I interview, um, a lot of them have projects that I'm interested in, and w- either I give, you know, monetarily to those projects, or I find partners for them, or, you know, I introduce them to people that will be helpful to them, and it's, it all just, you know, works out really well. And of course, as the station grows and we we make some money, then more money can go out into all those projects. But um, that's the intent.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. How how do people uh, find the radio network?
1: Then go to, to uh, www.thegoodradionetwork.com, and I can be wonderful. Frankie at The Good Radio Network. Ah, you can okay, reach me good. there.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, yeah, so definitely, listeners, you know, make sure you check her out. Frankie is, is somebody to follow. It's uh, uh, really somebody who's, who's making an effort to make uh, positive change in the world. Uh, t- tell me, Frankie, I mean, I, I know the answer to this already, but I, I do have to ask it. So are, are you fairly positive about the future of the world?
1: I am, and it's funny because I live with Chicken Little.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yes. for, for those who are old enough to understand that yes. Um, you know, like he's a big Bernie, he's a big Bernie supporter. Okay, uh-huh. but he really still believes that the world, you know, it's not going to be around for very long, and uh-huh. uh, it, it's it can be very debilitating and and and, and such a, a lot of work to go. Okay.
2: <laughs> like, yes.
1: You got you to gotta sit down and, and I got to show you how... Pop- and that was one of the reasons I started it was because I had all that negativity coming at me. And I'm like, you got to turn off, you know, you have to turn off CNN because
3: right. they
1: keep repeating... And repeating and repeating and you know after 9 11 when they repeated and repeated and repeated yeah, yeah. that negative shockwave that went around the world and around and around people oh my gosh it just magnified and all the light workers out there felt that yeah. and it was like we everybody had to get together and really work on on dampening that yes it was a horrible event right N- not not any more horrible than what goes on in other countries mind you yeah exactly right? exactly but a horrible event for you know uh, us and and but it's important to keep positive it's so important to throw the positive back into the universe so that uh, we can negate all of that negative right. we have to negate right. it
0: so uh, I'm curious you know as a coach I know you you tend to work with people who have some issues have some struggles Ooh. have some challenges right what what yep. do you do to keep yourself in alignment and to keep yourself positive when you're dealing with people like that all day long
1: well what you know one way is through my guests on the radio because I'm always looking for positive stories. I'm always looking for positive people to interview people who are doing good things. Right. And so it just reconfirms my faith in, in the world.
0: Okay. And, which is, you know, and, and do you great. have any like personal spiritual practices that you follow? I mean, do you meditate? Do you do any of that kind of, do yoga? Um,
1: I, I, I meditate, but not in the traditional sense because okay. I find it very difficult to sit still.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I can't imagine why someone like you who's yeah. like running a million miles a minute has problems sitting
1: But I, still. Do, a, I do a gratitude checklist every night. Ah, every night.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's good. Totally
1: do that. Totally do that. Uh-huh. And, and I look at all the ways that, you know, it's so interesting because just before I came on, I was just reading a chapter in, in my book just to refresh my memory. And I went, oh, my gosh. And it was a chapter to remind people, you know, to really be clear about what, what they want and, and so clear that they can feel it and taste it and sense it. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this chapter on being, an, and I was just, you know, a fluke, on being an artist mm-hmm. and having an art studio. And, and I described the stairs and I described the paint smell and all of this stuff. And I'm like, and it went, and I wrote in there, but of course, I'm not an artist. So this might not be accurate. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at that. Only years later did I become a a painter.
2: (laughs) Ah, How
0: (laughs) about that? that.
1: So how about that? I actually affected my own change, Uh, even though it was an example for everybody.
0: Right, right. Yeah, because we're very powerful. Yeah, because our imagination, right? What we put in our imagination and what we focus on, that is the seed that then eventually germinates into what manifests in our life that, you know, Mm -hmm. where we're we're. Putting our imagination and what we can visualize and, and picture in our minds that's what we bring to us yeah yeah wonderful wonderful um so frankie what, what do you feel are like your biggest challenges these days
1: oh my gosh <laughs> I, I, you know my biggest challenge is really and i hate to say this because it's it's getting advertisers for the station. Uh, I want it so badly. I want it so badly because I know that that money is gonna to go to such good use. Right. you know and I just, I just really want it so badly Sam and it's it's you know taking a little while to manifest <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: all
0: <laughs> right so while. so let's let's but let's uh, generalize that a little bit. so it's really more about finding the resources to do the things you want to do yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, that's philanthropy. Absolutely. Okay. Um, okay. You know, right now it's my money, and that's great, and it's all well and good, but my money can't continue to support right. all of these these wonderful projects. Uh, we need other money right, and other right. things, and not just money. You know, it can be... It can be um, right. Like one of the wonderful girls that um, I did interview, she was Canadian, and she went over to Mozambique and Africa and, and mm-hmm. different places to talk about sanitation. She was teaching them sanitation, and, and because they don't have electricity in every place. She goes, how can I help them? How can I sanitize things? Because mm. when she went into hospital, she was abhorred, like, you know, at some uh, of the conditions. And right. and the facial mask from the um, the anesthetic hadn't been cleaned in 30 years, that kind of thing. So she goes, what can I do? Well, she took... Um, uh, Oh, sorry, um, pressure cookers. She used pressure cookers that uh, they could put over, like, a, a wood stove, stove or on fire.
2: Right.
1: And, and and they changed it just a little bit so that that can sterilize all of the medical stuff. Wow. So can you imagine, like, I mean, if we could ship out a whole bunch of... Pressure cookers yeah. and help people sterilize. I mean, we could buy those and ship them out for no. her.
0: Well, I'm sure there. Like I'm sure there are lots and lots of people who have a pressure cooker sitting in their kitchen with dust on it because they haven't used it in years. So that would make yeah. it a good use for the pressure cooker.
1: <laughs> well, you know what I mean. But that's this, so. My idea. I have this idea right. to have a world supply tent, an, a virtual world supply ah. tent, where there's where we put on there. You know, the needs, what, what we need, and people go, I have that. And mm-hmm. they donate it. Mm-hmm. And I, like this is my, my dream, my yeah. ultimate dream dream.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, Frankie, believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last commercial break of the show. Um, wow. So uh, let's go out real quick and we'll come back. Let's let everybody know how they can find you and, and uh, if there's anything upcoming you want to let uh, our audience know about, okay? Okay,
1: thank you.
0: Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back.
3: This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. talkingalternative.com
0: Back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Frankie, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you for taking oh, the time out of your you, busy Sam. schedule. Oh, it's been great. I love meeting like-hearted like-minded, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like-hearted, like-hearted. It's in the heart. We're,
1: we're cut from the same cloth, that's for sure.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, uh, you know, I, even, I, I mentioned briefly when I introduced you that you're an author, but we didn't really get a chance to talk about your book at all. Well, why don't you just tell people what's the title of your book, where can they find it?
1: Sure. The book is called Midlife Mojo, How to Get Through the Midlife Crisis and Emerge as Your True Self. And you can get that on Amazon or, or Barnes & Noble, all those usual places. The other one is called Noble Allowed, How to Lose uh-huh. the Losers and Last Through in Love. Huh. And they're both kind of a little bit of a workbook. and uh, prescri- You know, m- Mojo is really a prescription for change, okay. um, but talks about, you know, is, is really focused on people in midlife. Mm-hmm. And the challenges that happen in midlife, and the changes that we go through, and why, and what we can do about those.
3: Right, right.
0: Okay, wonderful. Those feelings, yeah. Wonderful, great. And and if people want to get in touch with you and learn more about you, you know, either becoming a, a about your coaching practice or about your coaching training practice or hypnotherapy, how do they find more information about you?
1: Sure, they can go to uh, either frankiepicasso.com, that website, or they can go, again, to thegoodradionetwork.com, and they can email frankie at thegoodradionetwork.com.
0: And that's Frankie spelled?
1: I-E-F-R-A-N-K-I-E.
0: Yes, thank you so much. We don't want to confuse people. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, Frankie,
0: I know you have to run for your own uh, radio show, so I really want to thank you for taking the time to, to come on my show um, and, and it's been a pleasure getting to know you and uh, having Thank you for you. the hour.
1: Thank you. I just want to mention one thing really quickly if I can sure. um, I'm going to be at the Naked Challenge Creative Mastery Global Summit, and this is a summit uh, for people in the digital age. If you are uh, a photographer, an author, a podcaster, a graphic artist, if you are anything to do with the creative arts, it's a, going to be a wonderful virtual digital summit on, on Blab Blob. And that's going to be in July. So look up the Naked Challenge and, and buy your tickets. They're half price right now. And they're only like six ninety five, I think, to $15, some, somewhere in that price oh, range. Oh, wow. So it's pretty true. great. Pretty yeah. great conference. It's six days six. of meeting 25 world influencers from around, like just every, every country. Very be exciting.
0: Beautiful. Okay. The Naked Challenge. The Naked Challenge the Naked
1: Creative Challenge. Mastery Global Summit.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Thank you, Sam. You're Take welcome, care, Frankie. You too. Take care, Frankie. Pleasure Bye-bye. having you. Bye bye.
1: Thank you so much. Bye bye.
0: Yeah. So I know uh, Frankie, uh, she, she has her own show, radio show she's getting ready for. So she had to leave us a little early. A um, couple of uh, housekeeping things I just want to let you know in case anybody online has been looking on my Facebook timeline wondering, hey, where's the live stream? Where's the video? Since Frankie was uh, calling in on the phone today and wasn't in studio, I decided not to do the live stream today. Um, but don't worry, next week's guest is in studio and we will be doing the live stream on Facebook as well so that you can actually see the video as, as well as the audio. Um, some other uh, things. I know a lot of people have been asking me about my TED Talk. They want to know when is the video going to be up. I don't really know. It's not in my control. It's up to the organizer. The The best thing I can say is just keep checking the TEDxUpperWestSide.com website and and uh, when they post the videos, it'll be on that website. I don't know if it'll get uh, published on the TED platform itself. You know, they evaluate every single video that comes in for on a number of criteria, quality of the video and the talk and this and that. Um, so they're not. I, I know they're not even submitted yet to TED, and then TED has their review process. So it'll probably take a little while um, before that's up. But I promise you, as soon as I find out that the, the video has been posted, I will put the link in our newsletter. I'll put it up on my website on theconsciousconsultant.com and, and other places and on Facebook as well. Um, so please, if you have not yet, um, please go to our website, talkingalternative.com. Sign up for the newsletter um, so that we can keep you in the loop Um Uh, on all of that. And also uh, some things are shifting and changing in the network. Um, As I mentioned at the top of the hour, uh, there is a brand new show on Talking Alternative called Frank About Health immediately following my own show at 1 p.m. on Thursdays. Um, So I know for those of you who have been subscribed to our newsletter, you're used to getting the newsletter on Tuesdays and Fridays. We're actually going to shift that to Tuesdays and Thursdays just so we can divide up the content so it's a little bit more even between the early part of the week and the latter part of the week Um, so the starting next week the newsletter will come out thursday morning so you'll find out about my show about frank's new show and about 21st century entrepreneur and tony martinetti on the thursday and then the tuesday newsletter you'll have of course aurea's um, shows on Journey After the Journey being community radio, um, or the Robin and Callie show. And for those who did not know, um, Michael Dolce's show, Secrets of the Sire, all about comic book art and pop culture, has moved to Wednesday evenings. So he's now on Wednesdays at 8.30. Um, and though he may shift to 9 o'clock, we'll see. Then, then We may have some cha- more changes here. But as you know, this is Talking Alternative. We're flexible. Things are always growing and changing. So you really want to sign up to the newsletter so you can keep up to date as well as make sure you like our Facebook page which is real simple to find it's facebook.com slash talking alternative and you know we post uh, summaries about all the shows what's coming up what's next um, and you can reach us, you know, we any comments that you post, any messages we get, um, we always respond. You can email us at info at talkingalternative.com. Um, I also just uh, wanted to, to uh, you know, talk to you guys for a minute uh, about the network and about what we're doing because, you know, a lot of people have come to us who found us online, looking to do their own show on the network. And we love supporting people with great ideas who are looking, you know, our theme for the network is to empower, uplift, inspire, and educate the world. So we're always looking for new hosts. However, as you guys can tell, the, the sound quality of what we do is better than other radio stations. And we able to achieve that because our hosts come in studio. And our studio is on the Upper West Side of New York City, which means that all All of our hosts are local. It's a little bit difficult to really get a good quality sound, the same quality that you get speaking into a professional microphone. It's hard to get that through a phone line. Uh, the, The technology is just not quite there yet. So we look for hosts who are local to the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area. So, if you know of anybody, or if you yourself are, are thinking about doing a radio show, if you've heard about podcasting and you want to try something a little bit different than podcasting, you know, please reach out to us infotalkingalternative.com. And I'm more than happy to, to, we're more than happy to speak with you about what does it take to do a show, what's involved. Uh, you know, we really work as hard as we can to help develop our hosts who are coming on board to do that the best that they can. Um, And ultimately, you know, a few years down the road, I do hope that we will be opening studios in other cities around the country. Uh, Although for the moment, we're we're solely in New York City. So the people we're looking for are going to be in the New York City area. So just because I've been getting lately a lot of inquiries through the website, I just wanted to mention that. So anybody listening, um, uh, you know, just to give you a better idea of what we're looking for. Uh, the other thing, I know a number of people have asked me about some of the older archives because on the website, we only have so much space. We only keep about 10 weeks worth of archives on our website. So my show, I do post to SoundCloud, which is sort of our media server. It's where all the old shows sit. I think I have at least two years worth of shows up on SoundCloud. I'll I'll be getting more up over time. So if you want to find any of the older shows from the last couple of years, you can simply go to SoundCloud cloud and do a search for either Talking Alternative or the Conscious Consultant Hour, and you'll start coming across some of my tracks and some of my shows. Um, Everything from 2015 is up. I think I think we have everything from 2014 up, but, you know, I've got a lot of shows going back to 2010, so it's going to take a little while to get everything up there. Um, again, if you uh, like our Facebook page, um, like The Conscious Consultant on Facebook, uh, you'll get the announcements when we post uh, more of our archives on on the tracks and, and maybe doing some things. I'm working with some people now, maybe uh, repackaging some of the old shows and some of the content that's really of value and curating it and creating something that's more concise and more consolidated for some of the great information that I know you're looking for. So, that's it for today, Thursday, May 12th. Thank you all for tuning in. Please, please, please stay tuned for the show coming up, Frank About Health with Frank Harrison. It's our, his premier show today, so I hope you guys will uh, stay tuned and, and give him a warm welcome. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week.
3: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11am, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now.
0: Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates?
2: Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Talking